25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM. You remember a, uh, a CD entitled uh, Nikolayev Kapelia? That's where that's from. A uh, release from years ago. It's Nigun Hisvados. Before that, the Nochi Krohn Band with one of the most underrated songs ever, in my opinion. That's Bonai, the title track from his CD. Piamenta with Kilo Al Halechem from Yehula Ratzon. You heard Regesh with Ana Hashem of Volume 8. Shalshelas with Esau Enai. And listener Alex commented on our playlist that Esau Enai from Shalshelas is a beautiful classic. How true that is. And by the way, you can comment on our playlist as it's going on as well. It's a little difficult to find, but essentially if you go to the uh, archives link at jmnam.org and click on today's date, then you can follow our playlist as it's going on and you can comment on the playlist uh, live and in person. Or not in person, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so again, you click on archives, go to today's date, and uh, you'll be able to... Uh, Comment on today's playlist. And Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this October the 22nd, day 18 in the month of Maracheshvan, the year 5774, Tufshin I believe today is the yard site of Rabbi Meir Kahana, who was murdered 23 years ago. 52 degrees outside with 81% humidity, winds of southwest at 3 miles an hour. Partly cloudy today with a high temperature of 67, and tonight mostly clear, low 45. Tomorrow showers, high temperature 54 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 86, Tel Aviv at 82, Haifa at 86, and a lot at 81 degrees. We are at 52 here in Jersey City as we say good morning from all of us here at JM in the AM. Well, I want to thank everybody who's... Uh, been contacting me over the last 21 hours about the uh, interview, the conversation I had with Rabbi Jonathan Sachs, the former chief rabbi of the Commonwealth, uh, yesterday. It was, um, for me, just a, a great honor to have him and a, a wonderful opportunity. And I hope everybody uh, enjoyed his uh, sense of humor and his uh, really good answers to the questions that we asked him here at JM and the AM. It was something. So a big thank you to everybody out there. Great day yesterday on the stream, I must say. And today we're going to do it again. Another amazing day on the stream. I have the incredible opportunity to uh, interview an amazing author later this morning in the 10 o'clock hour Eastern time on the stream, right before ZK and the live lunch. Tell you about that and plenty more coming up. It's JM in the AM at 24 minutes before 7 o'clock. D.A. Hines from Brooklyn is supposed to join us. He is... Um, Running as a Republican November the 5th, he'll join us live in studio. Rabbi Kanelsky is supposed to stop by. We have a lot going on. Tomorrow morning, an OHEL dinner update. We will get a chance to speak to some OHEL foster parents, which is always extremely uh, inspiring. And uh, just a lot going on. By the way, there is a uh, a rumor out there. There is a, um, hmm, how do I put this, an, an, an almost completely substantiated rumor that Republican candidate for mayor of the city of New York, Joe Loda, will walk into this studio on Thursday morning. That is the rumor. So um, he might be visiting uh, Jersey. So it, it, would, it would be unbelievable if he, well, yeah, we better, uh, <laughs> we better increase the lighting in here in case there are any cameras following him, following him around. Uh, so that should be interesting. So uh, that might happen uh, uh, Thursday. And uh, I am also told that on Wednesday in the 8 o'clock hour, one of the um, most sought-after guests in the world of Jewish music is likely going to be with us. 
Yeah, I say likely because uh, I'm not sure it's 100% definite. Anyway, as we get closer, we'll try to uh, give some more hints and finally give some definitive information about who might actually stop by this week. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> JM in the AM, Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks for tuning in. 23 minutes before 7 o'clock. This is Baruch Levine.
hard to fathom that the Rebbeinu Shalelo needs one more tear, even one more tear. After all the tears that we've cried, but if indeed he needs one more tear, with your permission, I ask him, Kachet Shili. Liboinu Shelo Ilo, Ani Yoideya, Shebeis Amikdosh Hashlishi, Eino Banui Meyakoni, Ubanui mit muis oi ripoi noi celoi lo anillo idea se besamigdos aslisi e no bonui me avuni ubonui
Jam in the AM, Tuesday morning with an amazing selection from Eitan Katz. That is good. That's the uh, Nigun off of the Shuvu CD here at Jam in the AM, Tuesday morning on this 22nd of October, the 18th of Marcheshvan. Good morning. Yes, it is the 23rd yard site of Rabbi Meir Kahana. If you remember where you were 23 years ago when he was uh, murdered in New York City, that was quite a night. I will never forget that. Uh, before the uh, Eitan Cat selection, Avremo with Kacha Shali. First off, keep climbing, and then from a time for music 26, Baruch Levine Zachenu off of Modim to open up that set. JM in the AM. A special shout out to Rabbi Benji Kramer, who uh, convened with me by telephone this morning. We essentially agreed that we don't know everything about Jewish music. <laughs> That's for sure. So, a big shout out to him. Everyone say hi when you see him today. In uh, Brooklyn, New York, wherever else you might see him. 52 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 67. Cooling off, really cooling off later in the week. Showers tomorrow, a high only 54 degrees, believe it or not. Next week, one week from today, our one year from Super Superstorm Sandy show will be on here at JM in the AM. We're going to be doing it live from Achiezer in the five towns. The remote is dedicated to the memory of Yaakov Mordechai and Avram Lipa cohen Wolman. And we will uh, find out what's happening with some of our brothers and sisters a year later, one week from today, with Achiezer. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Thanks to everybody who tuned in yesterday for my conversation with the right Jonathan Sachs. Much appreciated. Lots going on today on the stream at jmandtheam.org, and I mean lots going on on the stream, including 9 at 9 tonight. Have you voted yet for the 9 at 9? Have you vote? <coughs> excuse me. Have you voted for the 9 at 9? I hope so. If not, go to nahomsegal.com, go to the 9 at 9 link at the top. And to make sure your vote is counted for tonight's big countdown. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday next. Boker הבחירות לרשויות המקומיות בניגוד לדיווחים קודמים בירושלים לא נרשם אחוז הצבעה נמוך. תמר ירושלמי מדווחת. לאחר שתוקנה טעות בחישובי משרד הפנים, התברר כי בירושלים אחוז ההצבעה עומד על שישה אחוזים ותשע עשיריות האחוז, נתון גבוה במקצת לעומת אחוזי ההצבעה בבחירות ב-2008. לעומת זאת בתל אביב אחוזי ההצבעה צונחים עם ארבעה אחוזים בלבד לעומת תשעה בבחירות הקודמות. הערים הערביות מובילות מבחינת אחוזי ההצבעה, ובראשן אבו גוש עם 30 אחוזים, שיעור ההצבעה הארצי עומד על כתשעה אחוזים נכון לשעה אחת עשרה. וכמו בכל מערכת בחירות, התגלו גם אי סדרים, כתבתנו שרון פולבר. במועצה המקומית זרזיר לא נפתחו שמונה הקלפיות, כיוון שחברת האבטחה לא הגיעה, וסתירות נרשמה קטטה בין פעילים ותלונה הוגשה במשטרה בגין העלמותם של פתקי הצבעה של אחת הרשימות. בג'יסר א-זרקא הסדרנים לא התייצבו בקלפיות ובחדרה, נעלמו או הושחתו ב-47 קלפיות, פתקים של מועמד לראשות העיר. כל האירועים טופלו ונמצאים בטיפול של משרד הפנים והמשטרה. שר הביטחון משה בוגי יעלון מזהיר מפני גל האירועים החבלניים ביהודה ושומרון, אך מדגיש לא מדובר באינתיפאדה שלישית. אנחנו לאחר סדרה של כשישה פיגועים, 
שחלקם ברור לחלוטין שהם על רקע לאומני. אין שום סימן למה שנקרא התקוממות עממית או בלשונה מנקודת השלישי. אנחנו נערכים לכל הסלמה, שמא תהיה, אבל לדבר על התקוממות עממית, הם לא מדברים בזה, אנחנו לא רואים מוטיבציה לזה. בעקבות פניית תוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן, יושבת ראש הוועדה לזכויות הילד, חברת הכנסת אורלי לוי, תגיש הצעת חוק שתאפשר לילדים לרכוב באופניים גם על המדרכות. זה אבסורד אחד גדול, ואני באמת לא ידעתי שילדים קטנים צריכים לדעת את חוקי התנועה להשתלב בכבישים גם בתוך הערים, והפתרון האופטימלי היה שיהיו שבילים יהודיים. מזג האוויר היום חם ויבש מהרגיל, אך מחר כבר תחול ירידה בטמפרטורות. ולסיום, הערב ריאנה בתל אביב, מי שכבר תופסים את השורה הראשונה בפארק גני יהושע, הם רז קובני, בן 13, ואביב אופיר. המוזיקה שלה פשוט גורמת לי לחייך, לצמוח. כל פעם שאני עצוב, אני שומע ריאנה, ותוך רגע המצב רוח שלי... משתנה לטוב, ואז הוא מנהל את האתר הרשמי של עם הפייסבוק, עם האתר המעריצים הרשמי, עם 4,000 עד 5,000 לייקים. מה שעושה אותי מאושר שהוא מאושר. בובת הזהב מברבדוס, היום בתל אביב. אלה החדשות שעורכת חן פישר.
Sorry about that. <laughs> J.M. and the A.M. didn't mean to, uh, didn't mean to uh, knock off Yaakov Shweki's Misha Baruch selection. That is a good one. <laughs> Just didn't plan on playing it that second. Uh, Misha Ma'amin is Benny Friedman. You heard Yehuda Green with Misha Asa. Diaspora had Lule Hamanti. So we get ready for their return coming to uh, Hask in January. And Yoel Sharabi with Shalom Aleichem. J.M. in the A.M., good morning all. <clears throat> Thanks for tuning in on this Tuesday. Don't forget, a couple of big votes this week. There's a uh, an election for mayor in the city of Jerusalem. Near Barakat and Moshe Leon are going at it. Uh, and there's a vote in the top nine at nine. I'm not quite sure which is more important, but um, every single week, yes, he's why, at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday counts down the top nine at nine based on your votes. You could vote for any song in the history of the world, except 
there is a list of suggestions that's provided. If you go to the 9 at 9 page at NahumSiegel.com, go to NahumSiegel.com, you'll see 9 at 9 at the very top, and you'll see how you can vote and uh, influence the order of tonight's songs. Top 9 will be played by Yossi Zweig. Make sure to be following our Facebook update page, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, on Twitter at NahumSiegelNet. And it should be a lot of fun. Countdown programs are a lot of fun, and we've got a great brand new one with the Yussies Wag every single Tuesday night on the stream at jmandtheam.org. Coming up at 10 o'clock this morning, I have the uh, distinct privilege of speaking with Rabbi David Brofsky. He's author of the book Hilchas Moadim, Understanding the Laws of the Festivals. It is a Koran Publications release. Uh, we have a show called By the Book every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Rabbi Brofsky is my guest today. I can guarantee you it is going to be a very interesting conversation. J.M. and the A.M. at 20 minutes after 7 o'clock with Lipa. Ich habe es nicht doch hin, 
Yeah. 
Jam and the AM, the Y Studs from up at Yeshiva University, one of their uh, amazing a cappella groups. Before that, you heard Lipa with Mizrach. Is Lipa going to join us tomorrow at some point here at Jam and the AM? That's the rumor. Remember, I alluded to a big uh, in demand Jewish music star who might join us this week? Well, that's the rumor. Uh, and we'll explain why, of course, tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. He's not just showing up. He's showing up for a good cause or joining us by telephone for a good cause. Joe Loda, Republican candidate for mayor of the city of New York, is scheduled for Thursday here at JM in the AM. We'll get an OHEL dinner update tomorrow. We will have the opportunity, which we love, to speak with OHEL foster parents on the air tomorrow. So make sure you tuned in for that. Coming up at 10 o'clock this morning are by David Brofsky. He is... Uh, the author of the book, Hilchas Moadim, uh, an unbelievable in-depth understanding of the laws of the festivals. It is, um, it's an unbelievable work, Koran publication. He is my guest on Buy the Book, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream today at jmnam.org. It is um, going to be quite a conversation, I predict. 7.31, J.M. in the A.M. with Rabbi David Goldwasser. His words, Zechonish Masar of Zebner, Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We are told that Moshe Rabbeinu was exceedingly humble, more than any other person on the face of the earth. The Gemara tells us in the Darim that Nevoah, prophecy, only settles on a person who is strong, wise, rich, and humble. The Toysus Brocha asks, we can well understand why the attributes of wisdom and humility would be advantageous in meriting the Divine Presence. They enrich an individual and make him worthy of his presence. However, what connection do the Midas of Gevura, strength, and Ashira's wealth, have to holiness? The Toysus Brocha answers that an individual who is wise and strong, or rich, is innately contented and at ease. However, the one who is poor or weak is usually dispirited and downhearted. Therefore, we can understand the Gemara. Indeed, the person that has all of these traits that promote serenity and well-being, and yet has the fortitude to be humble, such an individual deserves to experience the Divine Presence. In fact, it's for that reason that the trait of humility is listed last. The Gemara tells us in Masech Kala that if a person has perfected every one of his Midas, but his quality of humility is lacking, that individual cannot be classified as an Adam HaSholem, a complete person. The Novi teaches us in Yirmiyo, Let not the wise man glorify himself with his wisdom, and let not the strong glorify himself with his strength. Let not the rich glorify himself with his wealth. Indeed, all of these characteristics can be negative influences. However, if a person has achieved the additional attribute of humility, anivus, then he's empowered to benefit from the constructive aspects of his wisdom, strength, and wealth. Rashi comments in Masech the Shabbos, Why is the first nun of the Aleph base bent over? in contrast to the later Nun, which is straight. It's to teach us that he who humbles himself in this world will merit to stand up in Olam the world to come. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning physic.
Have a nice day. Oh, yeah.
And I call out for answers Over the ocean's roar And I try to find a reason So waves crash against the shore And the question still comes back to me How could this occur? I look above to So hard to see And I cry tears of sorrow That flow just like the sea But this loss can't go unquestioned But now it's up to me Hashem, please send me
JM and the AM, Tuesday morning broadcast, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmtheam.org. Oh, and of course, our friends up at Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Well, it's no secret that uh, my uh, in-studio guest right now is a longtime great friend of JM and the AM. I am proud to say that, and uh, he is now... After a uh, difficult uh, primary day, he is now running on the Republican line for District Attorney of Kings County, a position that he has held for quite a while. D.A. Joe Hines in our studio. Good morning and welcome back to J.M. Thank you for having me back. Always good to be here. It's great to have you here, serving as D.A. since? Since 1990. Since 1990. And we uh, we met around that time, and I've told the story a million times. I will bore everybody again, but we've had an unbelievable relationship. I was was wondering what you would decide once it didn't go well on primary day, and uh, I am glad that you're pushing forward toward toward November the 5th, because those who think it's not winnable, I think they're wrong. I think this thing is winnable. Oh, I think they're dead wrong. And, and the path to victory is pretty clear, which I discussed in a minute. But after the, the primary results, which um, was disappointing, obviously, uh, and to learn that uh, my opponent won just slightly less than 10% of the 18% who showed up. So 82% of the Democrats never never showed up. Never came to the polls. But the worst of it was to learn that the fellow who I put in prison, Norman uh, Clarence Norman Jr., uh, for extortion, uh, was running Thompson's campaign, that field operation that morning. And worst of all, I guess, Thompson denied it, even though the New York Post had four separate sources, including two of Thompson's political supporters, who said, of course, Norman was running the campaign. And, you know, frankly, after a, a couple of days of being inundated by people from all over the county, uh, asking some of them, demanding that I run, because I had been nominated by both the Republicans and the Conservatives right. at the same time I was nominated by the Democratic County Committee. Uh, I just reached the decision. I was not going to let Clarence Norman Jr. in any way, manner, shape, or form have any influence over that office. And to think that someone who, just on the, on the objective standards, uh, who so lacked the qualifications... The combination made it made it uh, uh, irresistible, and, and I decided to run. Once it was clear to me that there would be resources that I'd have a credible campaign. When we last spoke in August, you mentioned how obviously everything comes to an end at some point, but mm-hmm. there's just too much unfinished business. Uh, Brooklyn and New York, and no one has described this for us mm-hmm. more than you have, have had an unbelievable renaissance since the early 1990s, that's that's the understatement. No question. It. And and there, there was there was one more term to go to complete what I believe was so important for the public safety uh, benefits of the people in the county. Uh, there were two programs in particular I was concerned about. First of all, um, if you've ever been to Red Hook. Uh, you know that 20 years ago you wouldn't go to Red Hook unless you had armed security with you or right. you had the Shumra with you. <laughs> uh, when we put a, uh, uh, a community court in Red Hook, uh, it was transformative. Today, Red Hook is one of the safest places in New York City. We have a, a fairway market, a, uh, Ikea. We have a cruise terminal, dozens of pubs and restaurants. The place is we call the miracle of Red Hook. We are two years away from the miracle of Brownsville. In two years, we'll open up the Brownsville Community Court. And I believe all of the factors are in place to have the same kind of success. 
And the other major issue is that we have had a remarkable program for the reentry of the formerly incarcerated who reoffend within three years at the rate of six out of ten. That's a national average. In our program, which was validated by Harvard University in a 22-month study released in 2007, uh, it's two out of ten. The problem is we only have resources to offer it to 1,000 of the 3,000 coming home each and every year. My goal was to increase funding so that we'd offer it to everybody coming home from prison. My real concern uh, in this uh, campaign is that uh, all of the programs that have uh, had a positive impact on reducing reoffending rates are programs that my opponent talks about dismantling. Uh, the drug treatment program, the reentry program, the alternatives uh, to uh, prosecution of young people for minor offenses. He says that that's the work of social workers and not fit for a, a, a public prosecutor's office. Well, I mean, the guy was in the federal prosecutor's office for five years, never promoted to a supervisor position, has never run anything in the criminal justice uh, system. And to think of his... Uh, saying that he's going to dismantle uh, these programs uh, is very worrisome to me. But now he says that he's rethought that, and uh, he's not going to dismantle them. He thinks they're pretty good programs. Well, he lied about Norman. What is it that uh, would suggest for a moment that he's not lying about this? We can't let this happen. The path to victory is very, very clear. If we are able to attract 40% of the primary voters who voted for me on September the 10th, and have 85% of the Republicans and conservatives, we win this race, and I believe we can win it. D.A. Hines is in our studio. He is uh, seeking re-election November 5th. You'll find him on both the Republican and conservative lines Yes. if you live in Brooklyn, New York. And any resident of Brooklyn who's registered is eligible, in fact, to vote and I, that I, day. And that's a very important point. People should understand they, that because they registered to the Democratic Party doesn't mean they can't vote for me on the Republican or the conservative party. And I hope that people will understand Nothing has changed about me. I'm a lifelong Democrat who happened to lose a primary for the Democratic nomination. I run on the Republican and conservative line. I'm very grateful to both political parties for giving me this opportunity to allow all of Brooklyn to, to in a sense, have a referendum on the work we've done, understanding that Brooklyn in 1990 was the fifth most violent place in America per capita. Thirteen years later, Money Magazine said we one of the ten pl- best places to live. And well, we look built, at it today. Yeah, and we built on it year by year. And so, I, you know, having the opportunity to understand this is not about party. It's about a person. It's about a person who has served uh, the Brooklyn community for nearly 24 years, and I want to serve one more term. Uh, and during that period, I promise to find someone who will continue the legacy that we've created for the Brooklyn DA's office. You know, um, and I know you can't uh, officially endorse or, or mm-hmm. c- come up with public statements about the mayor's race, but and I believe both candidates are good candidates. I think both of them are good people who, are, you know, I, I know them both uh, relatively well, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and they're just, I, I think they're both good. The oh, pro- I agree. But the problem but, is, yeah. I shouldn't say the problem, the concern is that no matter who's elected, on November 5th, the city of New York is going to have a watershed moment. We're going to, it's, it's going to be a real crossroads. Not, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully nothing drastic one way or the other, but it, 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 there's going to be a big change. 
Well, and the, I'm sorry, go ahead. The, the, I mean, the real concern people have, have articulated is that if Bill de Blasio becomes the mayor, that it'll somehow have a, uh, a deleterious effect on public safety. I don't believe that for a moment. He's talking about um, appointing someone like Bill Bratton. Right. And Brad Bratton uh, would be an we exceptional record, police yeah. commissioner, you know, as is Ray Kelly. And so I, I wouldn't be concerned about that at all. I, it's, sure, it's a watershed moment, because if, if a Democrat wins, it'll be the first time since right. uh, David Dinkins. I, I don't see any radical changes. Um, and Joe Lode is also a decent guy. So if, if he wins and, and, and uh, continues this uh, Republican revolution that started under Rudy Giuliani, I, I don't think there'll be any great changes. You mentioned Brownsville earlier. You yeah. know how many of our listeners have roots in Brownsville, right? Oh, yes, of course. I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a great tradition going back to Murder Incorporated, actually. <laughs> and Abe Stark, right? That's correct, boy. Abe Stark, yeah. <laughs> you know the important parts of a history, I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And there are other areas of Brooklyn, New York, that are very meaningful to the Jewish past, so to mm-hmm. speak, where we would also like to see some progress. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of, uh, I mean, Brownsville's one area. We see what's happened in Crown Heights, yeah. right? Absolutely. Much different than it was 20 years ago. Absolutely. We see what's happened in Greenpoint and Williamsburg, much mm-hmm. different than 20 years mm-hmm. ago. I mean, the truth is you can go through the whole county. I, mean, no, there, I know there's still some rough areas, but you go through the county, we're talking about a lot of progress over these years. There's no question. And, and even places like East New York and Bushwick and East Flappers are also places which, which, which have problems. But, but Canarsie? Canarsie to some extent. But, but all of these... Because I hear Canarsie's getting better. Oh, there's no question about All these neighborhoods are getting better. I mean... You know, you think about it that uh, we had 158,000 serious felonies in 1990. Last year we had under 25,000. Uh, we had 760 murders in 1990. Last year, for the first time since uh, since 1960, we had less than 150 murders. This morning we have 14 fewer murders than last year. Uh, you know, it, Brooklyn is flourishing, and. And I like to think that, that uh, what my office did and the, and the uh, dedicated women and men who work in that office uh, had a tremendous role working with the communities, working with the police. Yeah. D.A. Hines is here on the uh, 5th of November. He'll be on both the Republican and conservative lines. Uh, what else do we need to tell the people about this upcoming election? Anything else they need to know? I think the most important thing is that they have to examine very, very closely the record of this fellow who's running against me, that he never received a supervisory position, that he's never had any experience in the state criminal justice system. How in the name of God can we expect that he can take over one of the largest prosecuting offices in the country with 1,200 employees and 500 lawyers and do an effective job? Um, he spent the entire summer attacking and distorting, and it was you know, just pitiable, the, the kinds of things he was talking about, and never once talking about his record and what he was going to do. We had a great opportunity set up by the Brooklyn Bar Association within days of the primary. Uh, it had been set up for six weeks before, and less than 12, 12 hours before we were to have that debate, he bailed. Uh, at first, wouldn't give the president of the Bar Association any reason why uh, he uh, didn't want to debate. And I know why he didn't want to debate. He couldn't stand in front of 150 lawyers and explain why he was qualified to be the district attorney of Kings County. Uh, he's refused to release his tax returns. I released mine last week. He has refused another invitation by the Bar Association. Now, he doesn't say no. He says, I'm thinking about it. Uh, but here we are, you know, two weeks from tomorrow, today, we'll yeah. have the general election. And he 
will not release his income tax. He will not uh, engage in a debate. Uh, the other thing uh, I think at work here is likability. He's not a likable guy. He's always angry. And he has turned lots and lots of people off. You know, the Brooklyn Democratic Organization uh, is supporting him, as they should, because uh, he's the winner of the primary. But I can tell you there are dozens of district leaders uh, in the Brooklyn Organization who have said, t- said to me privately, I can't come out front, obviously, but I'm voting for you. Uh, there are two district leaders who told me their clubs are united behind me. So, yeah, I, I think on, on uh, this uh, November 5th, we're going to reverse what happened in, in, in September. And whatever else happens, at least I will be satisfied, if I do lose, that the entire voting um, population of the county had an opportunity to look at my record, to, to uh, consider it as a referendum and decide whether they want me to stay for another four years or they don't. Yeah, I found that approach interesting. You simply want uh, everyone who wants to vote that day to have an opportunity to vote for you. Obviously, if you would not have made this move, that would not have been possible. Absolutely. Simple as that. And, and, and I can tell you, it's the reaction on the street has been incredible. People thanking me for running. How about in the Jewish neighborhoods? Very, very well. Very well received. I mean, I say that tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah I know, I know. No, you know how you've I been... Kishbrucha. Yes, a Yeah. I understand that the leadership of the... Uh, uh, or some of the leadership had to endorse Thompson. Uh, but I don't believe there's the kind of, of uh, drive and energy behind that endorsement. And again, I think it's, it's about likability. I can tell you, countless people have told me that he is worrisome because of his temper. He's always angry. And we don't need, among other things, in addition to being unqualified, we don't need someone who's angry all the time to be the chief law enforcement officer of the county. D.A. Hines, we wish you luck. I mentioned you. Uh, I mentioned on the air back uh, around primary day, or maybe mm-hmm. it was around the time that uh, you uh, re-announced on the Republican and conservative line that uh, we know each other a long time. While we won't officially endorse anybody, uh, my door has always been open to you. And um, we wish you good luck, thank and, you. Uh, and thank you. You have and been I, there. And I'll, I'll be back after November the 5th uh, and, and to uh, talk about the, uh, the I results. am so glad you mentioned that, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Why is it that this radio establishment has always opened its doors and welcomed you? It really is. With all the friendship and everything we've enjoyed together, it does come down to one reason. Unlike 99% of those who win elections who do not give us or many others the time of day once they have been sworn into office, you have done the exact opposite. So... For that alone, I say thank you. Thank you very much, Nakam. Thank you for having me. A pleasure. Good luck, uh, D.A. D.A. Charles J. Hines, uh, he's running November the 5th in uh, Brooklyn's uh, race for district attorney. Two minutes before 8 o'clock, and this is J.M. in the A.M. Shavu <laughs> 
J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Ohad here at J.M. in the A.M. That's uh, Mini Kolech, and this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Two minutes after 8 o'clock. Reminder, coming up at 9, usually it's Ellie Hagler with the Jewish Reaction Program. 
He usually is with us at 9 a.m. on Tuesdays. Today, there's going to be a substitute host for Ellie Hagler. The uh, OU Jewish Reaction Program is going to be on between 9 and 10 o'clock. And uh, it will be um, Naftali Herman, Director of Community Outreach and Engagement, speaking about the launch of the brand-new Friends of Yachad, the Yachad Alumni Association. They have thousands of alums all around the country. Plus, there'll be musical selections from the Chuppah music at Naftali Herman's wedding from a few months back. It's all happening between 9 and 10 this morning on the stream at jmtheam.org. We wish him good luck as he subs for Ellie Hagler. Rabbi David Brofsky, Hilchas Moadim, joins me on Buy the Book coming up at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern time on the stream. A Koren Publications release and an unbelievable uh, work. Rabbi Brofsky is my guest between 10 and 11 on Buy the Book. ZK does a live lunch starting at 12 noon, excuse me, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time on the stream at jmintheam.org. Plenty more coming up, including this from Yossi Green at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Shlomo Katz knows how to attract a spirited crowd, that's for sure. Amazing. Tuesday morning broadcast on this October 22nd, the 18th of Marcheshvan. Today is the uh, yard site of Rabbi Meir Kahana, I believe, 18th of Marcheshvan. He was murdered 23 years ago in New York City, you may recall, if you are of age. 52 degrees, partly cloudy, a high temperature of 67. Coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, Rabbi Naftali Herman is in for um, Ellie Hagler on the OU's Jewish Reaction Program. I'll be speaking to Rabbi David Brofsky, author of Hilchos Moadim, Understanding the Laws of the Festivals, on By the Book, uh, which is uh, coming up at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. ZK does the live lunch at 11. Tonight, the 9 at 9, have you voted yet? Go to NahumSiegel.com. Click on the 9 at 9 link at the very top of the page. Vote. As Yossi Zweig counts down the top nine tonight at 9 p.m. on the stream at jmnam.org. Everyone's anxious to see what ends up in the top spot. Yummy Lowy was number one one week, and Avremo was number two, it was number one the second week. Tonight is the event at YU that Daniel Gordon and I were speaking about yesterday. Shelley Adelson, Brett Stevens, President Richard M. Joel, in a program moderated by Rabbi Shmuley Boteach, the topic is, will Jews exist? Iran, assimilation, and the threat to Israel and Jewish survival. Free to YU students, there is a general admission charge and a discount for students in general. It's happening at the Lamport Auditorium, 2540 Amsterdam Avenue, tonight at 8 p.m. Information, you can contact YU. Head to their website, all the info is there. This is Shabbat Chayei Sarah. You may be familiar with the fact that uh, Shabbat Chai Sarah is coming up, and that means that a lot of folks in our audience are going to be heading to the holy city of Hebron. If you have not yet made your reservation, not just your plane reservation, but a reservation for Hebron, for the accommodations, the meals, etc., and you want to head there this Shabbos, call the Hebron Fund at 718-677-6886 at 718-677. 6886 for information. Tonight, Harava Gonsvi Mayor Zilberberg speaks on the greatness of every Jew at the Agudas Yisrael Base Binyamin. Tonight at 9.15, followed by Mariv. Information at 718-253-5497. 718-253-5497. Tomorrow is the Antique Judaica Auction announced by Jay Greenstein and Company. Um, information, you can go online, J, that's letter J, Greenstein, G-R-E-E-N-S-T-E-I-N.com. There'll be online bidding, there'll be phone bidding, there'll be order bidding. I have the catalog, lots of cool stuff available, that's for sure. Hask Center, in collaboration with the OPWDD, invites you to a front door symposium, opening the front door to possibilities. That's happening tomorrow at 11 a.m. at the Hask Center in Brooklyn. You can call 718-535-1953, 718-535-1953 for information. By the way, on the Chevron website, they have all the information regarding the $100,000 raffle, so you can get info on that as well uh, when you go to the site, uh, hebronfund.com. Uh, or if you call them at 718-677-6886. Lots of folks in the next 24 to 48 hours 
will be heading to the airports to spend Shabbat Chayei Sarah in the holy city of Hebron. It is an amazing experience. Not looking too likely that I'm going to be heading there, but uh, I have not given up yet. I have not given up yet. But I do recommend it highly for everybody who's even considering it. It really is an incredible experience. JM and the AM at 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. Again, don't forget to vote for the 9 at 9. Go to the 9 at 9 link at the top of NahumSiegel.com. You'll see Zweig will be counting them all down at 9 p.m. tonight on the stream at jmandtheam.org.
J.M. in the A.M. Been a long time. That's eighth day, and boy, it's been a long time since Rabbi 
Mordechai Kanelski has joined us in our studio. Guess what? Bris Avram, which Rabbi Kanelski has led now for how many years? 34. What? First of all, I got Morgan of 34 years? Baruch and I Hashem. can't get a good Morgan? <laughs> you started before, before anything. Uh, good morning, Reb Nachem. Now right. we could continue. On the night of, don't tell me, November 3rd, the 34th annual dinner and the 28 years of gala weddings will take place at the Sheraton Parsippany on Smith Road in Parsippany, New Jersey. Among the honorees, Vlad and Tatiana German, is that the right pronunciation? German. German. From what city? They're from Brooklyn. How are they? Nice people? Very nice people. Very nice friends. We, I would, if I come to the dinner, would you introduce me to them, or you don't, you don't like to introduce me no, to your friends? No, with pleasure. I would introduce you. You would introduce and me. And if you want, I will make a picture with you. Really? Yes, with pleasure. Would the Germans sign the picture afterwards for me? or They would? It will be signed by three people. Really? You and Germans and myself. With a nice bracha and everything? Oh, this is... Uh, I may show up now. I may show up to meet the guests of honor. Rabbi Baruch... People that I know them for over 25 years, Baruch Hashem. And they've always been in Brooklyn? Because you don't spend much time in Brooklyn. No, but... I mean, outside they, of 770, you're not much in Brooklyn. Yeah, but they were all, always in Brooklyn. They're very nice people. And they like to support a good cause. Yes. They think Bruce Avram's a good cause. We started with them when we made a Bruce son. Wow. Then this is a little bit of time passed by. Rabbi Baruch, and how do you pronounce his wife's Kreina. name? Kreina. Kreina Lepkivker, who's still in Jersey City once in a while or not? They're in Jersey City every single day. He is in Jersey City every single He's day. He's the one who puts Tefillin on the mayor every day? Uh, is he the one who's in City Hall every day he is, putting yes. Tefillin on brand new Mayor Fulop, who went to Rabbi Pesach Raymond Yeshiva, apparently? Yes. You knew had, that, that he I, went to day school? I had a beautiful meeting with the mayor. And you heard that he went to day school? Yes. What's, anyway, he, was he in the Marines also, I heard? That's what he someone told me. a very special person. Very special person. I heard he's running in the New York City Marathon. That's what someone told me. That I don't know. You don't know? He's coming at moving to the dinner. I shouldn't say that. Not sure he's running in the marathon. I know he's a runner. I know he's a runner. He is coming to the dinner, Gadbovin. Is he running to the dinner from Jersey City to Parsippany? You don't know. No, I hope not. You don't I think so? He will come. <laughs> who is the man who traditionally goes to City Hall every day to put on film with the mayor if it's not Rabbi Lepkivkir? Is it you, Rabbi Ganelsky? Are you know. going every day? Uh, we'll yes talk. or no? Are you we'll, going every day? We'll not talk about it. Are you going every day to City Hall? No. You're not. Would you like me to go to City Hall every oh, day? And put, would the mayor let me in to, to, to help him with his tefillin? Call him up. He, he, could, he does it by himself. He, could do he does put on tefillin by himself. So he doesn't need someone to go over. You know where we need somebody, by the way? Old kidding aside now for a minute. We need someone in Newport Center Mall. Every time I walk in there, every booth is manned by some Israeli. You need somebody. And they said that I think Friday somebody goes in there. Is that possible that Friday? Yes. So? Yes. I think I think we need a sponsor to get somebody in there every day. Hashem, we'll do it. I think we're going to eat Sunday through Friday. We need somebody Nahum, to go in there. I always know that you inspire everybody through the radio waves. Now I see and see in front of you and inspiring me to open up another activity here in Jersey City. Well, we need one guy. We need a guy in Jersey City. It's I believe me, I was actually thinking of it, but you know, that feeling went away after a few minutes. But Why? I mean, it, 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 it's a tough schedule. You know how it, you, you've been doing it for 50 years. You know how tough it is. I want to tell you one thing. A dissatisfaction. To go in the morning and to start your day with I putting know. people to feel There is no better satisfaction of that. When you put a smile so on So maybe we should split it. Maybe I'll do a day and everyone else will do a day. 
Maybe we'll do it that way. I'm very happy if you're ready to volunteer to go one day to put people to feeling. It's the greatest nachas that you could do to yourself, number one, and definitely your father will have the greatest nachas seeing you going in Jersey City putting people to feeling. Who's the head of Chabad of Jersey City right now? Rabbi Boruch. Rabbi Boruch is so here. So I, I have to have a conference with him. He is here working for three years. I would like to. Gi- I'd like to give him my first-hand account of my visits to Newport Center Mall. Hashem. You don't know how much Hebrew I have spoken in Newport Center Mall. And by the way, it's not just the people who work there. I the said visitors. That, yeah, the visitors. I say, well, <laughs> yeah, we just we just landed from Israel, you know. Oh, you know the story that happened here in Jersey City. It's not just here. It's in every single mall. Listen to this story, folks. You got to hear this story. One day, I'm at BJ's in Jersey City, right? And I hear two people speaking Hebrew to each other. Now, one thing I have perfect... Now, I know nothing about shopping, Rabbi Kanelsky, as you could imagine. I know nothing about shopping. But one thing I have perfected, I know where every item is at BJ's in Jersey City. Why did I study it? So I could walk in, <laughs> spend two minutes getting what my wife says we need, and walk out. That is, that is my strategy. <laughs> I studied... It was worth the investment of a couple of visits to study it. So what happens? So, so no one is the expert that I am on BJ's in Jersey City. So I see these two people speaking in Hebrew, and they don't know, uh, they, they can't find certain items. I say, can I help you? Where are you from? We're visiting from northern Israel. What on earth are you doing here? Their children, their, I don't know if it's the son or daughter, whoever, they're expecting a child. You called me. Exactly. That's why I'm telling the story. I think it's a great story. That's right. You called me for the breeze. So the first they down. say, where can we buy kosher chickens? That was the first question. I said, you know, there's a ShopRite right next door. I'm not, I'm not the same expert in ShopRite as I am in BJ's, but still, I knew that there were kosher chickens there. <laughs> so I say, and then they say, and then they say, you know, I, I, I don't know if, uh, I, I don't know what my children are planning. We know it's going to be a boy. I don't know what they're planning, but we'd like to have a, a br- an appropriate bris. They say to me in Hebrew. I call Rabbi Kanelsky, and. Eight days after the baby was born, what happened? An appropriate bris. Rabbi Boruch did the whole thing. I have to it thank him. Done, you know. It was done in our shul in 35 Cottage Street in Jersey City. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Boruch Hashem. And, you know, when you're working with somebody so close for 30 years, uh, day in, day out, and you see the satisfaction, what he brings to so many faces, to so many people. Uh, is it the Israeli community? Is the senior Russian community that lives in Jersey City. Here across the street of you, there is a big building right. that we have their classes every single Thursday. Right. Or any other places that I cannot mention here in the air, where Rabbi Boruch makes sure to go and to, and to give them chizuk and encouragement. At a moment to say thank you, Hakor Satov, for a person who dedicated his entire life to do activities as the program director of Brisa Avraham. Is that one of the reasons the mayor is coming? Because he's being honored? I don't know. I didn't ask. But, but does he know that Jersey yeah, City is yes. getting a very big thing that night? Yes. Yes. We know. We spoke with him. We were there together with Rabbi Boruch. And by the way, folks, here's the best part of the whole story, which I forgot to tell. I told the people, if you need any help with the, the taking care of the Bris, you know, let me know. I'd like to participate. And then I called Rabbi Kanelsky and I said, does anybody need anything for the Bris? And he goes, no, it's all taken care of. Ah, Baruch Hashem, my reward, my reward for helping these people. I don't even have to help sponsor anything. We took care of the whole thing. It was Baruch Hashem. But, but it's not just that. It's not just the breeze. It's not just the activity. It's not just the, the classes. 
at the idea that there is a person here that somebody when needs the person, he is here there. Right. He is here to help them. And 25 Cottage Street was the center as we started 24 years ago as the place that we started to work here. Uh, it was originally Rogers in the Shiva High School right. at 25 Cottage. Right. And where your brother was teaching there. Correct. This is where I met your brother for the first time. Correct. And... Uh, since then, everything continued to go throughout the whole state. And tonight, that we were going to celebrate on Rishchidish Kislev, on such a special day in the calendar of Chabad, Rishchidish uh, Kislev, and this is a month that is making the light of the whole month, as we have in that day the Hanukkah, that is the... Um, Lesson that we should add in light every single day, and then we have the special two celebrations of the 19th of Kislev, and we have also the celebration of Yud Kislev. That this is two days of the liberation of the first and the second Lubavitcher Rebbe. Wow, you have a busy month, Rabbi Kanoski. Then this is, and uh, it's a, it's a very special day. You better rest up in Cheshvan. You have a busy Kislev coming up. I can tell you that much. I have no time to be, uh, be uh, resting. I, I would like you to pace yourself. I would because in Cheshvan. We have to prepare for the dinner, and when you have to meet with the couples, and I want to tell you, it's for 28 consecutive years that we're marrying of couples. Right. Over 800 couples got married through this gala wedding celebrations. With a real traditional Jewish chuppah. A to Z. Right. Uh, many of them, when you meet with a person, and I happened to meet with a person just a few days ago, and the person says to me that in 1998 was the first time in his life by the age of 40, he was approached by somebody to put film. Wow. He never saw what film is all about. It. And now he's a person who puts film every single day. He's a person that is involved, that is Baruch Hashem. And now he came to the stage that he wants to make a kosher chuppah according to And that gives so much satisfaction for the people that are doing the job and definitely for the supporters and the sponsors who actively are involved in this in this in this in these activities. Then this dinner is a moment to say thank you for a person who started from the Russian Jewish community and today he became an entrepreneur businessman. And the same thing also one of the rabbis of our staff, not one of the rabbis, but the first person who started to work with me together. Today Baruch Hashem have a beautiful staff. People that dedicated, we have in failed on two special rabbis, my father, Rabbi Zaltzman, and his son, Rabbi Mendel Zaltzman, who are running a beautiful activities. And there is the camp grew this year to 300 children. Wow. And not just, and that is on top of the Sunday school that we have there close to 100 children and all the other activities being done in Fairwan. In our own headquarters, we have Rabbi David Velensky, who is working for so many years with us, and our two children who joined us, Rabbi Avremi and Rabbi Yudi, who is giving classes, going to the airport to put people to film, going to Jersey Garden Mall to put people to film. Yeah. Yes, in Jersey Garden Mall, they put people to film. In the Newark Airport, by the LL, if you have a stand, we're putting people to film. We're giving each person who passes by, it feels a derech, that the person should be able to say it feels a derech on the way. It's everything activities, and we're not mentioning here now the small part of the month of Kislev that we'll talk at a different time, of placing 65 public menorahs throughout the state of New Jersey. Wow. Where over 18 million people had the privilege to see the light of Hanukkah. Unbelievable. By the way, uh, if you want to attend the dinner, let's say, remind everybody on November 3rd, the 34th annual dinner of Bristol Rum and the beautiful gala wedding that night, 
908-289-0770. Before the dinner, tell Rabbi, he's here every Thursday on this street? Ask, I don't know how early he gets here. Tell him to stop by for one minute. Because I want to discuss this whole thing with him on the air for I one minute. Tell him. One minute before the dinner. I will tell him that he should come here. He should come here. I, I want to I toss out this idea. 100%. I'll try to convince him that I'm not the right person for it. For what? No, no, you, we just made a deal. I know. One day a week I, you're going to work. I know, but, no, I, no, but, no, 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 but, but I just reconsidered. You, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was publicly said on the air. You are, you are, you will be a part of that. Whether you want to wear a shirt of Brisa Vroham or not, that's up to you. I think I'm the wrong guy, Rabbi. No, 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 no. You're the greatest guy. I tell you why. There are some people that are put feeling and they have to bend down themselves. Now with you, they will not have to bend down. You will be able right away to put them feeling. I think you're the greatest guy for that. Really? 100%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to consult with my committee. Uh, no and, problem. And see what I tell say. you who you should consult. Yeah. With your Aishas Chayel. Yeah. And I guarantee you, like my Aishas Chayel, today happened to be, you know, many times when I'm coming here today, I'm, selling, I'm saying to you, Mazel Tov, a right. new wedding anniversary. Correct. But today is Which my wife. Which already, by the way. I know. I wanted to come last week for the, for to speak at the radio, but you said come closer to the dinner. Right. Then now you have to congratulate me. Today Ma- is the Lachayim of... My wife and myself, the engagement party was today 33 years ago, Mazel the tov. 18th of Heshvan. Chai Heshvan. Chai Heshvan. But that happened in California. Wow. Yes, 33 years what ago. What city in California was it? In Santa Monica. Wow. That's where it took place. Yes. Amazing. Mazel tov to you. Yes. Not and to me, Rebbetson, to my Rebetson. The Rebetson Sterney. Yes, that's the most important. And I'm sure that the same thing as my wife encourages me to do all the mitzvahs, and she's supporting and helping, then your wife will be happy that know. you will go. I don't know. My, my wife likes when I encourage her to go to the mall. I don't know if she wants me to go to the mall. I don't know. It's a bit cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke, of course. You know, yes. Typical joke. Yes. But anyway, um, we, I, I want to discuss this with Rabbi Lepkifker. It's, okay. it's obvious that he has a lot more pull in this city than you Fine. do. Fine. So you know, you, you talk with Rabbi Lepkifker and decide who he's going to First, go. First, let me find out who's doing it once a week. Maybe they could add some time to their schedule. I mean, let me. I like supervising Rabbi Kanelsky. I like to. I like to oversee what's going on, not necessarily go and uh, take care of it myself. You know what I mean? I tell you. Yeah. As much as I'm in charge of Brisa Rohan yeah. and Baruch Hashem, a beautiful stuff. That's correct. I start my day with putting by myself to film, and I tell you why. When you touch the object by yourself, when you're going by yourself to see the people, you have your whole day enthusiasm and excitement to work. You still do it every day? Every single day I drive out from my house and number one, I go to put people to feel in an underway. I call my parents to Israel to say to them good morning. That's how I start mine every single day of the week. And I want to tell you. There's only one problem for me. Yeah. If I do it on the way to work, it's before his bond zone. Oh, fine. <laughs> you, go, you do it in between. There you go. By your coffee break. <laughs> this, this, it, that's not the issue, man. Like today, I, I had know, the chance to do it before I came to you. Right. And I will do it after. Right. But this is important. It has to be, I have a, I have a, a diary that I write every single day that I did it film. And that's very important for me to write it every single day because here is something that you do and you know you touched a life of a Jew and that light of feeling made him a connection with the Rebbeinah Shalom. What could be a greater connection than that? Wow. And okay. as, as we're talking here now, 
as we're talking here, 40 years to Yom Kippur War and, and, right. and, and, and the Six Days War, when the Rebbe came out with the campaign of putting tefillin okay, every right. single day, and the Rebbe explained, based on the words of the Gemara, that all the nations of the world will see that God's name is on you. And Rabbi Wazar Hagodar says, this is the tefillin. Then the other person puts tefillin and covers through Aravim. Then mind tefillin and your tefillin is helping that soldier who is on this, on defense and, 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 and defending every single Jew. Mifza tefillin, right? Correct. That's what he called That was the first mifza. Right. Mifza tefillin, to put every single Jew. And let me tell you, when you're putting a person tefillin one time, two times, three times, but then he says, I want to buy my own tefillin. Ah, that's how I get out of it. I let them get their own. hundred percent. If you will get yeah. ten people to buy it feeling, to buy it feeling, yeah. then we'll consider if you could take a, a few days vacation. Then I can retire. No, 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 no. <laughs> retire you too young. You retire you too young. <laughs> and I want to tell you, uh, you thought you mentioned. Rabbi Lepkifker, get over here. Maybe you'll save me. <laughs> I, you, you mentioned before that you, uh, you, uh, you encourage people to go to Israel for Shabbos Chayzal. Correct. Have you ever been there? In is is Shluchim this week or next week? Uh, next, uh, next week. Because Shabbos Morachim? Yes. Usually Shabbos. it's Chayasar. Yes, yes. But this year it's a week as, later. Yes, it's Erev uh, Erev Right. You know, I want to tell you. My wife and myself went to Israel for a Shkhedish Shavu. Right. We went there, made the Mitzvah for 13 Russian children. Oh boy. That we're sponsoring every single year together with Chabad of Beersheva. We're sponsoring a Bar Mitzvah for 13, ch- uh, depends on how much the group, but right. this still happened 13 children. On the way, on the way to, to Eretz Yisrael, then you know, as soon as you sit down on the plane, number one, what I do, I see if there's any Jewish people that did not put film yet. Right. Okay, then the person who's in charge to serve the food, mm-hmm. I realize I do, I, that most probably he did not put film yet today. Right. I walked over to him and said to him, Don't bother me, I'm in the work. Okay. I wait an hour or two, I say to him, Can we put film now? Okay. The third time I walked over to him, I don't give up, you know me. I never give up. In my diction, there's no such thing, no. And, uh, but the third time he says, also, Okay. But then, but the fourth time I said, let me not walk over to him, but I will just walk next to him. He will see me. He, I mean, and I'm not so small, then he will realize, let's, let's get rid of this rabbi. Right. And after the fourth time, he walked over to me and says, I'm ready to put now, could we still put field? So you can, yes, it's still not, not night. We can still put film. Right. And after he put film, he says to me, at Litova, can you do me a favor? So you can, yes. So to me, Ishli Ben Khan, I have a son on the plane who did not put film. And he, he called his son that his son should put film. And then he says to me, Shalat Salem, can you make, can I make a picture of you putting my son film? And after he did it, then he asked a few other people that were serving also to ask to put film. And I said to myself, look, it's been Aidish and Shome. Three times he said to me, no. But by the end, He's not just, he, he got other people to put film. Because in truth of the matter, a Jew wants to do a mitzvah. You just have to remind him about it. You don't have to even encourage him. Just remind him, tell him how beautiful it is. David HaMavach says in Tehillim, Tamuru Just taste. You know, we all have children. And the child in the beginning, when you're starting to give him a fu- food, he is moving his head and you cannot put. What do you do? You're trying with a spoon, just a little bit to give him a taste. And when you taste it and you see the food is tasty, he wants to eat. The same thing is Teiru Mitzvahs. The person who never tasted doesn't know about it. 
And that's what Bris Avram is doing. In the whole staff of Bris Avram. Our job is just to give the person the taste. When you give him the taste, he will buy the tefillin. I, 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 you're talking about tefillin. I have two people. And I cannot mention their names. It's not important their names. That they ask me, when you come from Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi, we want you should buy a tefillin like you have. The big tefillin. And I said to him, what's so important? He says, let me tell you. I went a few stages, he says. When I met you the first time, I did not put film ever. After putting a few times film with you, you told me maybe I should buy film. And I bought small film. But now I feel that I'm ready to buy big film. I want to have the nicest film. If I could afford to drive a nice car, I want to have the best film that there is. And if you could get me that film from Israel, the greatest gift, gift you could give me. That shows you from where a person started and where he came. And that's what we have to do. How much satisfaction would you have if you would know that 10 people from Newport City started to put film because of you? How much satisfaction would you have? Much more than anything, anything else in the world. Knowing that you were the one who made 10 people closer to the Rebbein Shalom. 10 people to know about Taylor Mitzvahs. You leave me speechless. The 34th annual dinner of Bris Avram with distinguished guests of honor and Kesser Shame Tov awardees, Rai Baruch and Krena Lepkivker, will celebrate 34 years of Bris Avram and 28 years of gala weddings and the keynote speaker for the dinner. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Is Senator Robert Menendez, who you have to admit has become an amazing friend of the Jewish community in his term in the United States Senate. Unbelievable. He's been unbelievable. He's uh, And he's he's from Hudson County. Right. He's from Hudson County. St- I heard him speaking about his uh, a relationship with Israel. He went to visit Israel. Correct. He met there with all the top public officials. And he supports Israel. And he loves Israel. And he says to me, he says, to be a pleasure to speak to the people of, of yours. And he's coming to the dinner to speak. And he says, I want to see the weddings. I want to see the whole thing. He is coming. And we're going to have a beautiful, beautiful reception with him together. And a VIP reception for the top supporters of Brisa Vrom. That will have a private meeting with, with the senator. And I tell you, after 34 years, it's a milestone. And the 28 weddings, 28 is with Yimatri Koyach at strength. Then, you know, for 28 consecutive years, no matter what, we were there and we did that weddings. And we did all the other activities for the, for the, for the community. And November 3rd is the day that the community is coming to show their solidarity to Brisa Vrohom, their involvement. Is it through buying a page in the journal? Is it through support organization? Or just to come and to be Mesameh, the Hosan and Kawa? This is, you know, you're talking, you cannot be on two Hasanas in one time. Mm. Here you could be on more than one, than two Hasanas. A lot time. of Hasanas. <laughs> a lot of Hasanas. <laughs> and this is such a joy to see all the Kawas dancing together, all the Hasanim dancing together, and to give them the support they should see that they are not by themselves, but the Jewish community is there to support them. Bruce Avram, information at 908-289-0770, 908-289-0770. You know what else is November 3rd? New York City Marathon. Okay. You know why I say that? Yeah, because of the traffic. Well, the people people should leave a little bit earlier. No, but you know what happened that day? Oh, that's the day that we went together with you to the Rebbe. The Correct. day, the day before your wedding. Correct. Yes. I got married Monday night. The yes. next night. Yes. Yes. And uh, we're driving and trying to get through all that crazy marathon traffic. And who's right next to us in the car? Rabbi <laughs> Kanelsky. Because in those days you went to 770 on Sundays. 
Yes. Right? I have, I have a privilege it was to go together to the Rebbe, to walk over. How you walked over to you beat your father. So Malicht Kinganaiden and ask the Rebbe for a broche. And the Rebbe give you dowers. And for your wife dowers. For the cover. And the wedding. And the wedding. And, and, and the Rebbe give another broche. I walked away with three bucks that day, Rebbe Kanelski. <laughs> and know, I'll tell you, but you know what the best part was? It's not three. It's three blessings. No, I know. I'm kidding. You know I'm joking. But the best part of that day, after all the years of hearing what kind of relationship my father had with the Lubavitcher Rebbe, I saw it that day. And His eyes. Was, when you saw your father, you saw, you saw what like, kind of chibe, like, what kind of love there like was. seeing an old friend. Yes, and, old friend. Correct. Correct. And it was just uh, tremendous. Listen, and, and I, ah, I, 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 I mentioned to somebody, and somebody mentioned to me that he, he heard a, a, a cassette of your father speaking. Right. And it inspired him how your father spoke about the Rebbe. That is an amazing you recording. Know, you know, and, 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 and uh, I, me and my wife are watching uh, with the children every Saturday night. Not just that, there is a video that comes out from Jam every single week. And we like to watch also old videos. Right. And I was watching happened to be two weeks ago, Saturday night, the video, when your father says the story that he was sitting with the Rebbe uh, and about Ariel Sharon. Uh-huh. It was an unbelievable thing. That's all over the internet. Anybody wants to search it can find it. It's amazing. I guess. It's amazing. I, I don't know how to go into it. No, no, I'm just saying if people want to see what you're referring to, it's an amazing it, story it's and amazing it's just story. a great encounter. And, 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 and shows the, you the humility of the Rebbe also. <laughs> yes, yes. And how your father presents it so nicely, so be- so eloquently, yeah. so beautifully. Then again, we're asking all the people that hear and support Brisavrom to come and to celebrate with us together. Nochem, thank you for your personal friendship. And you know by yourself how the wedding is. 22 oh. years ago, you went down the aisle together with your wife. To, with one of these couples. <laughs> that was an amazing day. That was an incredible day. 22 years ago in the, in the Glen Point Hotel in Tinak. You Correct. remember? I remember. It was an amazing day. By the way, I got a great email from Matis. Yes. It's, I mean, Rabbi Kanelsky, everyone in the audience knows that we have this very funny exchange yes. about, you know, how you pronounce things. Yeah, for Matatiao? So, so Matatiao says, only Rabbi Kanelsky can say Santa Monica, and it sounds like a city in Russia. <laughs> Is that great? <laughs> there you go. He's great. We've had a lot of fun with the Rekinelsky's dialect over the years with your accent. And the Baruch Hashem, we're together, still together after but, all these years. Nachum, but you know, with mine, with mine, not good English. Uh, I tell you, I was staying in a place and I wanted to buy something. I told you that story. Yeah. And uh, I, I had my cash. Right. And I had a check. Right. And the cashier says, uh, no checks. Only cash. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm not saying I have no cash. I have a check or right. credit card. Right. No. Only cash. Yes. Finished. Okay. And uh, then I said, can you speak to the manager? And the manager comes down and he, say, and he talks to me for two words. He says, are you Kanelski? So you him, how do you know? You didn't see me on my check. He says, no, I recognize you on the accent from Nahum Siegel Show. Oh, my God. He says, no, 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 no. You can, you can pay with a check, with a cash, whatever you want. <laughs> if you are, you are the, it's a pleasure to hear you for the first time to see you. I know your accent immediately. I recognize you at your accent. Well, Rebecca Nelsky, it's, it's a pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> yes. Nahum, I want to tell you. Again, I want to just say also to my son who is traveling. I hope he's out from the Holland Tunnel. Zalmi, 
And my mother talked to my dear wife, and mazel thank you to you, Nachum, and to your wife for your wedding anniversary, and we should be able to see many simchas together. Amen. November 3rd, Bris Avram. We're going to get Rabbi Lepkifker in here. Believe me, before that dinner, Bezrat Hashem Ned there. Information, 908-289-0770. You know how much we uh, encourage people to support the amazing work of Bris Avram. 908-289-0770. Moshe Hecht with Believers, amazing selection off of a CD entitled Heart is Alive. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org. 
Wraps up an amazing uh, Tuesday for us here at JM and the AM. Ellie Hagler's uh, program will be uh, done by uh, Naftali Herman coming up next. The Jewish Reaction Show between 9 and 10. I'll speak to Rabbi David Brofsky between 10 and 11 of his brand new book about the Jewish festivals. 11 a.m. for ZK's Live Lunch. And tonight, the 9 at 9, Yassi's Weig. We'll count them all down. Make sure to vote and uh, see where your favorites come in. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.